Okay. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> so I have Mike and Geneva from Mom Agenda. Is that how you say it? That's how okay. you say it. Excellent. Um, okay. Thank you guys for talking to me. Yeah. Thank you for having us here. This is fun. We've been we've been called many names. Um, <laughs> we have. Uh, Ma Magneta. Uh, mommy gentle mommy gentle is a good one that i like that's oh, my favorite one it's my favorite too we might we might just be mommy gentle now yeah hey we just changed the name <laughs> that has a nice it like rolls off the tongue that way mm -hmm. um well i guess to start um i wanted to talk to you guys about um collaborating on this project and how you met each other um but then also like what y'all are doing with is it a track once a month or every two weeks? Every two weeks. Okay. Um, and so I also wanted to kind of get into like arbitrary formats of music releases and how like I think people <laughs> are like taking more like more experimental type routes on how they roll out music as well. Um, but I think to start, since so many people I've been talking to um, have been solo artists um, and feeling really isolated the last few years, um, I, I guess I would love to hear like how you guys met and how you've been collaborating from from far away uh we met on discord <laughs> yeah yeah we met on discord because we both uh sort of knew this uh streamer and uh i made what did i what was the first message i sent you mike because I, I think it was pretty good and i think it's fine if you say it um i don't know if it was the first message you ever sent me oh okay but it was you were seeking advice. Yeah. <laughs> was it that message? Yeah. You yeah, I don't that... think it was the first one, but it was up there. Yeah, the first message I think Geneva ever sent me was, "Hey, do you have advice when your life is a nightmare every waking second?" <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, one of the first messages I sent him for sure. When that was, was that? Uh, that was late 20, 2019. 2019. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you were just having a rough go of it. Just yeah, I was having a rough go. It got yeah. much worse. <laughs> yeah, it was that For was sure. pre-pandemic and everything. Um, I started locking myself in the house in July uh, because someone I loved very much uh, killed himself. Uh, and I've lost connection. Oh no. 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 Wow. What a time. What a Hello. moment. Yeah, that's fucked up, StreamYard. Someone I love killed themselves. Cut it. Cut it. Too much. Too much. Oh, no. Um, well, what was the Discord that y'all were on? It was for a streamer. Um, it was like his his Discord. His name's Charles Carroll. Um, he's from like a internet comedy group. Hi. Oh, there Hi. we go. We didn't lose you, by the way. Oh. It was weird because you were like, di I disconnected and we're, we just see you and you're fine. <laughs> but and, yeah. but you just said like someone I loved killed myself. Oh, I disconnected. And then you're, <laughs> we're just watching you like troubleshoot. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Let's uh, go back to that. Let's go back to that. Let's yeah, plow some, through that part. Let's plow through that real quick. Yeah. Someone I love very much killed himself. Um, and then... Yeah, I was just like locking myself inside mostly and being online and then being in this little internet community that I think he was just telling you about. Um, mm -hmm. 
And yeah, uh, I just ended up like taking a bunch of people I liked because it was kind of too big and crazy in there. Um, I just took a bunch of people I liked and made another Discord server that is much smaller. Um, and that's how we got to be friends originally. So was this like a comedy based thing or a music based thing? No, I mean the the original the original Discord we were in was just kind of like a I guess it was I guess you could say it would be comedy. The person was formerly like a in like a comedy trio, um sort of infamous comedy trio, but he had been doing his own thing and started his own video game streams and we all found like his personality pretty funny. Yeah. And uh, we hung out in his Discord, but his Discord was a little intense. So Geneva made another one with and and kind of handpicked the people she liked from that certain Discord. We made a new one. Um, and we and met that, a year later. Was it a year later? Yeah, because we we had our first meetup in July at, at That's your crazy. house. Yeah, in 2020. Yeah, in 2020, <laughs> July of 2020, we got a bunch of people and we all got together. We got. Eight, we got eight, nine people all together in one room. Well, that's allowed by the state. We tried to have a, a street legal house party in July of 2020, but nobody came. They all said that it was going to like kill their parents if they came to our party, so they couldn't come. So that sounds really nice that yeah, these people awesome. showed up. It was really cool being like, these people are cool because they're not saying that to me and they're not yeah. making me feel guilty. Yeah. And also no one got sick. So no one got what do you know? <laughs> Everyone actually got better. <laughs> yeah, true. yeah. That, who would have thought <laughs> socializing and going outside was important to your general well-being? It's insane. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. So then, like, so you guys were just like bros first, and then you realized that you should become best best musician buds. <laughs> yeah, so I remember the moment. It was um, it was literally like Geneva, I think like in the discord she made like a channel just called music and arts collab music and art collabs and it was just like people posting their shit and uh i think she posted like a beat and i was like this is cool and i just took it and i downloaded it and i like put it in to my software and like chopped it up and fucked it up and sent it back to her and she was like what the hell this is awesome and i was like right and then that was it yeah, then we just and kept we just going. sending yeah, we just send it back and forth. We'd kind of been talking about doing some kind of collaboration before then because we both had our solo stuff. Um and then Mike had me do some guest vocals on one of his solo oh, that's tracks. Right. Yeah, working yeah. slow on Oso, um mm. Worm Like Winks was your album. Mm -hmm. And then uh and then I was like, How am I gonna get this collab to happen? So I just did this drum beat and I was like, Mike take this <laughs> and i think you said it was like uh extremely mentally ill and then you liked it a lot <laughs> and, then, and then we just kept working together did That's i say like yeah i probably service. said that yeah i think you I said, said that okay yeah i'm just like ben gibber <laughs> <laughs> it is it's such like I have such an aversion to like working remotely because it was like everyone has like PTSD from it. But then you forget there are like very like it actually does like expand like what's possible as well. Like people that aren't close to each other, like being able to work together and collaborate. So I think that's that's obviously like some silver, li silver lining out of all this stuff. Um, 
so you guys are putting out you just released your first track last week right two, or two weeks, two weeks ago. ago okay two weeks ago. so there's there's another one this wednesday yeah mm -hmm. there's another coming out in two days okay that's very exciting mm -hmm. um so is there like is it part like what's the are y'all doing it this whole year or like how large is the project or how many tracks i guess is it going to be overall do you have like a vision or are you just just going for it are we doing an eighth <laughs> I I always said I was open to just constantly like whenever whenever we catch like the fish that is the idea and just like it could just be on it just it could just keep going. Yeah. Um it could just be an album that grows forever. <laughs> um and I like those kind of like I I like that idea, but as it is right now, there are completed there are seven tracks completed. So, yeah. So the last one would be coming out on May seventeenth, as oh, of cool. right now. Um, but there might be there might be some more. I think there's definitely going to be more. There's going to be more. I was actually working <laughs> on stuff like unfinished stuff last night, just kind of toying around with it. I was doing that all last week. So we haven't told each other this stuff yet. <laughs> that's cool to find out. Right? <laughs> Are you guys going to play any shows? Oh, we want to. We yeah. need a band. We need a band. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know we, a band? Many such places. <laughs> we might we might could find one from this. If anyone listening to this knows or is a band. <laughs> you guys are a band and you want to go on a tour with us? We need like a five-piece. Mm -hmm. We need a five-piece nugget, a small fry. <laughs> a Sprite. <laughs> well, what it, so um, have you guys tried collaborating with other people like in person, like a lot of people I've talked to, um, not so much now, but like in 2020 and stuff, like they would have, you know, people that they had basically like started musical projects with, like we're no longer like on the same page with them as far as like actually performing music together and, um, and like performing live and stuff. Like, have you guys had any, I mean, you don't have to like go to in the weeds if any of it's like really sad, but have you had any like musical relationships that were like, I guess, um, made more difficult by, I guess, how contentious everything's been the past few years? Uh, as far as I understand it, at that time, both of us were very stubbornly like, I work alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, we've both been in bands before. I stopped doing it because I couldn't get people to show up for practice mm. or... Or like there was the last band I was in, it was actually turning out really cool, but I was playing bass in it. And the lead guitarist's frontman guy was like, I don't want you to do any cool bass lines. Just follow my guitar. And I was like, oh, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess there it is. Being in a band has always been kind of, I guess, hard. <laughs> yeah. Tales <laughs> all this time. It's so difficult, dude. Like, it's, I feel like I get it too. Like, on the outside, like a blue collar working man could like look at a band and kind of be like, that's not fucking work at all. But <laughs> it's, work. it's like so much. Um, if you, even if you are with the right people, it's like such a, it can be such a psychic, like, vacuum of ideas that like really drain you um yeah 
there were times where Mike and I had to tell each other, like, I don't like that. And times where Mike and I told each other, like, I don't think I like this, but I'm going to try and change it. So I like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a lot of that. And that's work mentally. (laughs) Yeah. Just like being told something you do is like, like you like, especially working remote. Cause like me and Geneva are not sitting next to each other. She'll, she'll work on something and send it to me. And I'm not really, I don't really understand how much time she's put into a certain thing. And then I'll listen to it and be like, nah. And then, uh, you know, it was just ego checks, like back and forth like that. And almost like working that like a muscle back and forth until you get good at it, until you send something. And then Geneva says, I don't like that. And you just go, okay. And then you like get good at it. That's like, that's a muscle to really work. Yeah, I'm really glad that we we do work on that. That's I feel like it's so useful just in general. Like it's such like a it's 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 like the triceps of my brain is <laughs> learning how to be like, oh, what I did isn't good enough or it's not quite right, even though I spent seven hours on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it would be better if we got like if we got along in what we made, you know? Like it's like putting that first rather than be, being like, no, I want my thing to be good for you. It's just like, no, 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 it's okay. This this wasn't the one. Like we mm-hmm. ha- just next idea, we'll get it. Yeah, I think like having, I guess any creative thing, having someone to bounce it off of, even if it like it does kind of hurt your feelings a little is always so good. Like there's so many people I think just creating in a, in a vacuum, which obviously has its its benefits, but I think it's just, yeah, it's so nice being able to, to get feedback and kind of like just things that you wouldn't have even thought of, like from talking to someone, even if like it does kind of, if they just tell you it's terrible, but it's still like useful unless they're just being an asshole, but you guys sound nice. <laughs> We're oh, both no, assholes. Uh, we, uh, we've definitely <laughs> been assholes to each other. Um, okay. So you guys both have solo projects as well mm-hmm. right okay so mike's is Oso, correct which yeah, is your very last creative. name also yeah. okay <laughs> um and then geneva you're the sweet cream do you have any other ones no it's just that one okay that's what i thought I was for creative sure. projects like at what as a whole like active right now oh yeah we have yeah, other well, creative projects <laughs> that, well that's what i was looking at the the internet 4000 stuff and all do y'all work on that together or is that just geneva that's both of us oh, are... okay i have like a tiny hand in some things there yeah. what is it will you guys talk about it <laughs> I, it looks so cool um it's like a it's like a comedy collective so we we all like to make jokes and uh like there's like i think like half of us are in new york and the other half of us are in the south and um and we all like kind of trade uh talent between each other like uh right now i think half of them are working on this big narrative uh video like film project and then down here we're working on um like a like an audio play uh series sort of like a cartoon but if it didn't have visuals it's so good thank you yeah mike actually helped record the first three episodes he in this room in that room yeah (laughs) yeah it's kind of like a comedy play yeah it, it it does kind of feel like if you close your eyes like an adult swim cartoon <laughs> um yeah just with no animation it's really good we'd love an animator though 
Yeah, can but, you get us a band and an animator? Yeah, we want a five-piece band and an animator. We can try. I've been <laughs> but, using um, what is? I've been using um, Adobe <laughs> to make like really simple little <laughs> things. I was thinking how really funny if you like got a job, um, like you pitch yourself as an animator and then you just make people like really simple, like just like really dumb animations that aren't like hard yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> you totally rip them off. That wouldn't be funny. I actually. think some people actually do that. I think that's real. <laughs> <laughs> that's what like the more I've been doing like graphic design type stuff for my, for my website, just because I like can't afford to pay anyone to do it. I'm just like, Oh, you could like totally like just like scam some old people with just like knowing how to use a computer. And anyways, that's, that's an aside. That's just like a side hustle tip, I guess, for everyone. Um, sure. <laughs> take advantage yeah, of the old people. Old people. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So the, but is that, um, is that website where you can make fake news headlines part of the internet 4,000 thing? Yeah. That's yep. our okay. website. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, we're going to have another one, but that's the one we want right now. <laughs> I like it. It's like, that's what I started like poking around in all the things and I was like, wow, this, there's like a lot going on here. It looks really cool. Um, okay. So is that like a new kind of thing or has that been going on a while? It's been going on a while. Um, it, I ended up getting into it. It was started by two guys, GMAC and Cave Moth. And then I got into it um, because I was doing the audio uh, uh, producing for their podcast. And then one day I was like, you guys, you do awesome sketch comedy. Your podcast is super funny. Like, you should just, like, step it up, you know? And that was, I think that was a year ago. And they were like, they had me in a Discord call. And they were like, Geneva, you're right. And you're on the podcast now. And I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> um, so then I, yeah, since then it's just sort of been... Uh, trying to go faster and faster and do more and we had the two live stream shows and um lots of lots of big larger stuff coming this year okay okay so there is live streaming things too mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah okay, okay internet 4000 on youtube that's okay. all of it a lot of people i think especially with lockdowns and everything were kind of missing that um like physical music or like recorded music isn't the same as like music like music is live and in person and yeah. i think along those same lines are a lot of like arbitrary um restrictions that people place um like you know albums or release dates or things like that um and so i think like obviously like exploring it in different ways like what y'all are doing um like could really help I guess get things i mean all of it's like kind of based around these like press cycles but no one's going to get traditional press i mean no one listening to this podcast is getting <laughs> like is getting any like traditional press because it's all just kind of rigged i think um and it just seems like it better it's better serving to the music if you're kind of like letting it create go like how it like organically goes instead of like cramming it into you know, like you have to make 12 songs or you have to do something like that and you have to do it by a certain date or whatever. Um, like, I know y'all have had other projects. Like, have you liked doing this this way or do you have like a preference? Like, has it, has this like flown better for y'all so far? Um, I don't well, think it's necessarily about preferences. I think it's like, I, 
I have done like I've done a lot of album releases. I've done like LPs and EPs and I've got them pressed and I've done vinyl runs and I've done tours and I've done all the music things. But like it's honestly just been what's at the time what seemed to be optimal. Uh, and it was just adapting to the current situation as it is right now. I don't know. I can't see. Uh, honestly, I, I don't know what's going to happen to the album <laughs> as an art form. Um and if that has to disappear, so be it. But I do think that there is a little bit of human will involved of just being like, no, the album's not going anywhere. It's going to stay here. Um, as for has it worked out so far? I don't know. I guess we're going to see. We're only on song two. Yeah. <laughs> I I like uh, for this project, I like releasing one song at a time because I love every song so much that I don't want people to be like, oh, time to listen to this album. And it's, you know, it's over half an hour long. I don't want them to like space out and miss something. So mm -hmm. I feel like if I only if I only demand someone's attention for five minutes, maybe that's all right. And they'll actually pay attention for that five minutes because we worked really hard on this stuff. And there's a lot of really personal sampling. I mean, beautiful instrumentation. Uh, I, I'm like obsessed with the music we've made. I just I want every song to have its there's no throwaways, you know? Yeah, I think y'all are the the third um, musicians that I've spoken with, I guess, in the past few years that has been releasing things in this sort of staggered type way. And I think it does give more attention to the individual tracks um, and then also like makes it more flexible and stuff like that. Um, so I think, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's it's hard. Like you, it's difficult to grab anyone's attention nowadays. And so I guess all you can do is what, serves the music the most but that that makes sense i think that you're giving people like like one thing instead of like a whole thing but i do like i'm like i'm i really like albums like i love listening to things from start to finish but i also think if someone wants to release like a 20 minute track it shouldn't get bumped out of like the algorithm either so it's like it's i don't know i mean everything has to fit in a certain way and it's hard to be innovative in that environment but i think what y'all are doing is is cool. I also think if you're like regularly putting music in um, to these like streaming services that it starts to like treat you better. That's like a loose theory that I have because you're like feeding it content, but mm -hmm. who knows? So. Feeding the mouth forever. <laughs> yeah. Mm, it's mm. your favorite. <laughs> I want to keep feeding Spotify forever. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like a like an albums how they were how they've been traditionally released. Um, they've been more so released like films where you get like it's like boom there's the whole thing. Mm. Um, whereas now it's we're kind of like doing I feel like music is going on this like funny like episodic adventure where it's being released not to like binge, um, but more so like a series release which is cool. It's just different. It's and it is yeah. like. Geneva, I agree. It's kind of like, like there's an there's an artist I really like who did like who did it this way. His name's Lewis Cole. Um, he like his last album, he just kind of like slow dripped these tracks out like one by one by one, and then um, by the end of it, he kind of just basically released like five more, and it made the complete album at the end. And I remember thinking like this was cool because you get to kind of savor each song and then appreciate it at the end 
rather than just like here's 20 tracks and then you're just like you're at the whim of your own attention span at that point you're just like clicking through listening to the first five seconds no next one no i don't like that next one no i like that like it kind of like you have to sit with it for longer um if if you give a shit in the first place (laughs) (laughs) that's the thing that's so sad i think about all of this is that so many people listen to music as background noise and they're not intentionally listening to it to begin with. And um, I feel like the traditional music industry is like catering towards everyone when like really there's like some really small percentage of the population that I think actually like is listening to music in like a meaningful, like an appreciative way. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I don't mean it in like a, like a cunty type way, but like, it's like people just don't, aren't engaging with, just aren't really paying attention to what they're listening to. I feel like sometimes, and a lot of the yeah, playlists yeah. and stuff kind of no, I'm with gears you. towards that, um, which I think is unfortunate. I think that's like, you know, a lot of the the musicians that like I really like, like they don't get that much, they don't get that many plays and things like that. But it's like that. I don't think that. I mean, that obviously doesn't mean it's not good. It just means like nobody's listening to it and everyone's terrible, which is fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's everyone else's fault. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I like that answer. I'll go with that too. (laughs) A lot of people are just fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even mean it in an elitist way. Like I think anyone could be that way. I just think most people don't choose to listen to music in a like just in any sort of like I guess I don't know. I just can't imagine being like that. I feel like some people just have like a, a bug for it and other people don't. And yeah. What was it you were, you were doing research like last week, Mike, and you were like I, almost 100% of new artist discoveries happen on TikTok on now? On TikTok, yeah. Yeah. It was, some, it was something it was something like 90 something percent in 2022. Yeah. It was like uh your so, like the song would be discovered on TikTok and then people from TikTok would look up the artist on Spotify and then that's how their Spotify track would blow up. But um it was some it was some insane shit like um it's kind of like the market's like yeah it's just tiktok now so it's like it's one thing it's just one thing now which is like okay all right bye (laughs) i'm like i want to i'm leaving like well that's the thing you you can't like lightly engage in tiktok either like you have to go like all fucking in like you have to like keep keep going in order to even get that are are y'all gonna do like a tiktok dance (laughs) <laughs> it's on a tiktok dance but... yeah i'm gonna be twerking on tiktok um we made a tiktok after mike sent me that message and i was just like uh, okay i want people to hear our music and i just like made a tiktok i was telling you to, that she should get a burner phone and get tiktok <laughs> on a burner phone uh and not use an actual phone for tiktok like for real and she yeah. said uh i already downloaded it and i was like oh rest in peace <laughs> I, I don't care, you know. Here's the thing: is they already like, have all of it anyway. Instagram and Facebook is so probably worse. Much data. There's so much data for them to take in. How much of it can really matter? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people are worried, like, oh, I can't say that. You know, the feds are listening. Like, if the feds are really listening to that much, uh, they can't sift through it. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think the feds are listening, but I don't think they're. It's like sophisticated enough to yeah to like yeah <laughs> parse through like just all of the shenanigans. There's too um, much. 
yeah there is too much yeah there has to be like there has to be another united states of america under the united states of america uh that's how many feds there would have to be (laughs) there has to be a shadow there'd have to be shadow clones of all individuals looking up above and and uh reading all of our biometric data (laughs) that's how many feds there there would have to be Maybe that there is. I don't such know. Such a like like ridiculous like waste of resources. Just like having <laughs> double of everyone, but just so they can like tattle on <laughs> the For first sure. version of them. <laughs> yeah, that would be very uh, effective. I mean, maybe swabbing your nose while you sleep, and then they make a clone of you, and they uh... <laughs> they have your clone spy on your TikTok data. Yeah. <laughs> It's and your clone, your dude. clone is looking at you in Shadow America. He's looking at you, and he's jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they're gonna start killing us all, and so then it'll just like it'll just replace us. Oh yeah. The Shadow USA. Yeah. The SUSA Susa. Susa. <laughs> <laughs> this is a cool idea. I want to make. I'm gonna write this down actually. <laughs> I like a literal, like literally the same size of America under America, just like like the basement. We need to fund this immediately. Oh, we can get funding for that. We need to get funding for that. <laughs> anyway, so we're open for like bands or animators. <laughs> <laughs> or underground need- shadow government infrastructures. <laughs> yeah, we also need a trillion dollars to start a shadow government with clones of everybody. Mm-hmm. Just to start, one trillion. <laughs> the TikTok thing's so scary though, because it does make like no TikTok one has is a normal. Do you think TikTok scan. is scary? Hmm. TikTok. Do you think TikTok's scary? I think the way the youths are consuming content is scary. Yeah, that's true. I because agree. That's true. I agree with up. that. But TikTok being scary is funny to me. Like just the. Just in like a very like um, we're all doomed and like we're watching our culture getting destroyed kind of way, not in like a ah kind of way. Of course, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you open your phone, you see the TikTok icon, you're like, oh Jesus, yeah. no, not like that. Um, no, it's the same thing. I mean, it's it's the same shit as like like data and all that stuff is the same thing as like uh, just thinking about the scale of war. That's been going on for a long time. It's like you can't, it's like even hard to conceptualize. But yeah. So throw that on the pile. I don't know. You gotta laugh at it. You just gotta laugh at it. What is, what is, what are you, you crying about? Or are you laughing about war? <laughs> yes, I'm yeah, laughing. dude. You have I'm to, laughing because you like casually brought up that we've been at war for over two decades. I've been at I've been at war my whole life. Yeah. Ever since I've been born, born, there's been a war. I've never known no, no war. Yeah, yeah, we we do be trolling people like that. Yeah, as a country. <laughs> I um I, yeah. <laughs> I I moved to the south in uh, 2021 and I lived in Boston before then and I went up to Boston about a year ago in February uh, because my kid sister was graduating high school very exciting stuff and um we went to a sushi restaurant after her graduation and I was listening to the music in the sushi restaurant and I was going this is all, every single one of these is a TikTok dance. 
every song it was an entire playlist of music they were playing and i double checked with her because she's like 11 years younger than me i was like what are is this all tiktok music they're playing right now and she was like yeah so that was weird um and i don't go to the city (laughs) (laughs) well all music is now tiktok music yeah well, that's the thing that I that I do actually find scary that gets a little more like on the woo woo spectrum of like what people have tolerate <laughs> that I say. But um, I do think a lot of like the playlist and the things that are like generated, like they can, you know, like it learns what you're nostalgic about, like it learn, like it can affect your mood. And I think that is the thing that's like kind of concerning because it's like, what's it learning? It's learning what you like. It's learning what you listen to when you're sad. It's learning like what you listen to when you're happy and then it's like what's it gonna do yeah. with that like nothing good <laughs> like i don't yeah. know and it's training everyone's brains to be on this like constant channel switching thing where you pay attention to something for 30 seconds and then you're like what else what else every 30 seconds and that uh that gives like i in my experience that gives you like this weird like under under layer of anxiety constantly if you do that for like a couple hours some people scroll through that stuff for like 12 like hours and hours a day like so much time uh that can't be good for anybody no it's yeah there's there's a lot going on on the internet yeah (laughs) it's a hostile internet but it's also a friendly internet because then we get to meet each other yeah Um, also, Geneva, you write very lovely articles for the pamphleteer who I've been managing the events calendar for. Um, but I, um, are you, oh, and you make, um, face stuff. Oh yeah. Herbal products. Yeah. Herbal products. Okay. Yeah. Um, that looks very cool. I've like recently been like going down the rabbit hole of like, uh, you know, not putting poison on my body. Mm. And it's hard. It seems like if you make it, that's a good way to get the poison out. Yeah. Um, or are you including that still? I I buy poison, <laughs> um, just like big uh, five-gallon buckets of poison, and I mix a little bit into everything I do mm-hmm. um, just to keep it up to standard. Yeah. <laughs> she loves this stuff. She loves talking about poisons. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was like a terrible segue, but I was very excited to see that you were making um, things and stuff. Yeah, um, I do a lot of things. Uh, Mike's called me uh, Miss Machine Mm -hmm. before. Um, I do a lot. I spend like 12 or 14 hours a day just like switching between different things I'm doing. Um, Because I I have... (laughs) Everyone says it's too much and it kind of is sometimes, but... I have this like weird thing that I guess isn't normal. I thought it was, but anytime I mention it, people are like, Jesus Christ. Um, I have this weird thing where I need to like justify the air that I take up. Uh, So I just do a lot of stuff. Also, most of it doesn't pay me. So I write for the pamphleteer. (laughs) You have to justify air. Yeah, I have to justify the air I take up. Every breath, you're like, ah, shit. (laughs) What was that one for? What was that breath for? Every single breath. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's like, I think that's the thing that also, like, the more that I've been kind of um, researching, like, counterculture and how it's, like, affected by the government influence, and then you kind of look at people that are doing 
like all creative stuff all the time that's like really like that no one's engaging with but they don't have any other source of income and then it's just like red flag like it's like very it's you know when someone's like very free-spirited I mean I think like in an ideal society people would be able to like be creative and not like be poor but it is kind of like <laughs> whenever I like watch things or like read stories of someone they've just been like like living in a New York loft, but they're not making any money doing their weird like art project for like a decade. It's like that. <laughs> I don't think that's the accurate. I think something's missing to this story. And I'm, <laughs> yeah. it makes you suspicious. <laughs> yeah. I have a, around Boston, there's a lot of like 50, 60 something year old people who like got into graphic design in the seventies, made enough money to just chill out for the rest of their life. And now they just like, they collect sculptures and cheeses they collect and dust. they collect dust and and yeah and they just like they're like weird there's some weird people up there <laughs> it's yeah they're not normal people <laughs> what made you want to move down to tennessee um boston used to be a really cool down-to-earth city uh full of like uh contractors and independent people and like weird little shops um, and then they, I think this is just my theory. Uh, I think after Massachusetts legalized weed, uh, all everyone came over and they just ruined it. And now there's like a bunch of biotech firms. Half of the people you meet are from California. Um, and yeah, everyone's like a eternal grad student uh, who instead of like, they moved to Massachusetts and we have like they're called, they're called mass holes is what they call people from Massachusetts because they're all very uh, straightforward. Um, like Marky Mark is he? Yeah. From? Okay. He I is, love yeah. Marky He's, Mark. He is like a certified mass hole. But uh, <laughs> I think I think these Californians moved over and they were like, "Yeah, I'm a mass hole now." But they forgot to be down to earth, so now they're just like very direct about weird stuff. Like shortly before I moved, uh, it was still during the pandemic and I was smoking a cigarette while walking down the sidewalk alone and someone drove by me and laid on their horn and screamed at me to put a mask on. <laughs> so, you know, very straightforward, asshole-ish, not down to earth. Missing That's something. Boston strong. That's Boston tough. That's Boston strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I had enough and I left. I was also training dogs for my job at the time and no one would have me at their house to train their dog anymore. Oh yeah. How did you pick where, well, you don't have to say it, but like you're outside of Nashville, right? How did you I'm, decide not? To I am not in Nashville. Yeah. Were you like, did you even like dabble with the idea of going to Nashville? It, like proper? No. Yeah. No. neither. Um, I, uh, when I was younger, I hitchhiked around the country for two and a half years. What? Yeah. That's and so cool. Yeah. It was a blast. It was also really scary. Um, yeah. but, uh, it was, I'm really glad I did it, but, um, there like East Tennessee was the most beautiful place on the Eastern half of the country. And so I always kind of wanted to come here. Um, also the people here are nice. I like the way things are going. Um, and I didn't want to move to the western half of the country because I already knew that the Californians were spreading. The Californians are spreading. I think there's something bad about the legal weed. Like, I think the potency or something of the, those, like, I've never bought it from a 
whatever the fuck the dispensary is that it seems like it's like too high for like or too much too potent for normies and then normies are like cool weed and then they just like lose their fucking minds like i mean i'm probably oversimplifying it but yeah it doesn't seem like it's it doesn't seem like it's improving the legal weed does not seem to be improving the areas where it's happening as you know (laughs) discovered it's a full-blown psychedelic and that's just one aspect of it but the other aspect of it is that california's had legal weed for a long time so there's a bunch of weed millionaires over there and when it becomes legal in a new place, they take a portion of their money and then they drop it in the new place. And then it becomes another California very quickly. Oh. Ten, 10 years, I think, is what it took for Boston to be just like dead. All of the underground punk venues were shut down, demolished. I mean, it, it, it was like phew, fast. Interesting. But it makes you creative. No, it makes you creative though. We can I never can make music if I don't have a bunch of uh weed. You need to have a dab rig. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait. Geneva, tell them about all the dab rigs we would smoke when we would write music. What do you We al- we always do at least four or five dabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big huge pen rips, Benjamin City. <laughs> Benjamin City. <laughs> and then we make music and we can't we can't do it without our dabs. Mm-hmm. We need to do dabs all the time. <laughs> I understand. It seems <laughs> it seems really conducive to just being like a, a production you need person. It. You actually need it. So you need it. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you don't, if you don't have weed, you can't do anything cool. So that's uh, yeah. true. That's a true thing. That's how I understood it as well. <laughs> I've never really been good with weed, so I think that's why I'm not very cool. <laughs> No, it's insane. Um, yeah, weed's insane. And if you smoke it, fuck you. <laughs> this is a straight edge. That's my statement. On now. <laughs> I was like trying to think about something to say about weed, and then that's what came out of my mouth. I just think government weed is problematic. We need to, you know, I guess I, like- I shouldn't. <laughs> My favorite way to use weed, um, and this is the same is true for my roommate and uh, here, is we like to go like, hey, you want to smoke some weed? And then we'll say like, yeah, let's do it. And then we just forget to and we don't. Mm-hmm. It's always good as an idea. You could just keep right. it as an idea of something yeah. you're going to do. <laughs> we're gonna yeah we're gonna smoke weed tonight and then watch a movie and then I, like i'll just turn on the movie and we'll be like cool now the movie's on <laughs> it's <laughs> more of a mindset yeah you're like halfway through the movie you're like we, for- we forgot to smoke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, then you go to sleep and you feel good the next day yeah <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys if you played live any between 20 and 2022, but I don't mm-hmm. know if that was already implied. No live no. shows yet. My last live okay. show was in February 2019, and I was invited to go on like three tours, one with the keyboardist from Interpol, and I was super excited, <gasps> and all of them were canceled, and I never heard from any of them again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. This is better music though, so it's fun. <laughs> I like it all. I think it's very good. Oh, thank you. I have 
taken a lot of you guys' time. I'm very thankful that you guys spoke with me and that you are making such lovely music. I like it very much and I will put it on my playlist when it comes out. I haven't, I don't, I need to put the latest one on there anyways. Um, (laughs) Cool. Thanks so much for having us and talking to us. You're, you've been nice to talk to. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry about the, um, will you, (laughs) will you guys tell people how they can find you on the internet? Oh yeah. Um, it's at mom magenta on everything. M a W magenta on Instagram, on Twitter. You can get us on Bandcamp. listen to our music on every streaming platform. We have a TikTok. that's mom magenta music. It's all there. Very nice. Mike, do you have any, any personal internet presence? That personal you want personal hardships. Uh, my personal <laughs> hardships. <laughs> Could be found on TikTok. <laughs> um, um, no, I have a lot of stuff coming out um, this year. 2023 is going to be fucking crazy. Um, people essentially might as well think I've been a dead person until this year because there's going to be like 20 things coming out this year. <laughs> but um, anything that's that I do could be found at just myname.com. So mikeoso.com, M-I-K-E-O-S-S-O.com. So everything's there. And you'll find it all there. And Geneva's internet went out at the perfect time. <laughs> She's had enough. Hi, Geneva. Hi, I will, um, again. I'll add all of y'all's information <laughs> onto this when I put it up so everyone will be able to find you guys. And um, yeah, thank you again for talking to me. Thank you. Have thank you good, so much. Have a good night. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Take care.